I'm Mike Bridenstine, and I have listened to None Taken. I really want to get a tenor sax, and I was talking to... Last night, we were out. Natasha had a show. I keep forgetting that Natasha had a show last night, because after the show, it became a karaoke bar, and I did my bit where I sing um, old-time rock and roll by just repeating the, the first line over and over again. <laughs> but this time, it was with a live piano accompaniment, and it was really tough oh. for me to like understand where the piano was going at, it mm-hmm. at first. Is this uh, the same place you did the Genuflex song? At? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we were hanging out with a couple of friends there, and um, one of them, her and her husband, started listening to the show a couple of months ago. They were like, you know, like I, I don't push it on people, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and she's like, dude, your show is so fucking good. Like me and my husband just like we we love talk, listen to your. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna do a bad job of pumping myself <laughs> up there, but right, right. Um, it was fun and. Like while and after a few minutes, I was like, "Hey, wait, hold on! Your husband is like, why isn't he here? He's oh, that's right, he's on tour right now. I'm, I might be butchering that. I actually don't know exactly what he does, but I know he tours with bands. Um, okay. And I was like, "Hey, you know, I know you tour with like some ska bands in particular, very famous ones. Like most recently, he was touring with Goldfinger. And, oh wow! Yeah, and um, and and so I just texted him before I'd forget. I was like, "Hey, man, if you ever come across somebody selling a a tenor saxophone, I'm looking for one. He's like, dude." I'm hanging out with real big fish. I will ask them. Like I, I'm friends with all the horn, the horn uh, section, and I'm like, dude, if I end up with a real big tenor, that would be crazy. real big sax, right? That'd be so badass. That would be awesome. Yeah. But uh, if listeners, if you if you have a lead on a tenor saxophone, I'd be open to hear that as well. Do you feel like you're going to be able to just pick it up and play? No, or how no, long no, has no it not been? at all. So it, it, I, I probably went 15 years without playing an alto again, and wow. then that's probably been 15 years ago. But when I picked up the alto, it came back. I could do my scales and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But my problem was my school only had like a classical um, instrument program, right? Music mm-hmm. program. So it's yeah, like you play a saxophone, it's just a bunch of whole notes, half notes, whole notes, and it's just not very entertaining. Right. I always wanted to play jazz, but like, you know, I've always been the type of person, especially when I was younger, that wanted to have some instruction for it. So mm-hmm. without that stru- instruction, I was just like, I guess I'll put this down. And I picked it up back up like 15 years later, and I was like, oh, I can kind of do a little, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing jazz. Like, this isn't too bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, you know, it sounds decent to my ear. So I, I, I I know it'll be difficult. Like the key layout's going to be different on a tenor. Um, right. It's you know going to be a different um, chore to move the air and everything. It'll be frustrating, but I don't know. I I I want to. I think it'd be really rewarding. Plus, it'd be really fun if me and uh, Drew could just jam out and do a little. That would be really yeah. fucking yeah. cool. That yeah. would be really fucking cool. Oh, yeah. I haven't played piano in like forever, and I was at Craig's the other day, and he has a piano, and I started trying to play around on it. Dude, Did you play Furelease. So yeah, I everybody get... that sits down to play piano for the first time yeah, is like, I'm going to play, play Furelease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was definitely rusty. It'd, mm. it'd, take, me a, it'd take me a while. Good thing it wasn't a trombone, Alan. I know. <laughs> you didn't have a rusty trombone, Alan. <laughs> don't Google that, listeners, yeah, if you don't no, know what it is. You understand the motion. I did. Okay. <laughs> I did have a question to start the show. Um, before I ask you this question, I'll also yeah. set up our opening audio because the opening audio is fucking weird. And I admit it. Okay. We're going to have an opening sound, but it's a weird okay. one. Okay. All, right. All right. Um, nope, not that one. Did, uh, do you, I think I said it on the show, uh, last week or maybe the week before I said the Wesley Willis fiasco and you were like, never heard of it. I don't think you recognized it. Did was, yeah. you, you still don't, doesn't mean anything. Still don't. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Fonny Willis, I think, is our opening sound or opening headline. Our opening headline. Right? It is yes. okay. Yeah, yes. I keep 
thinking the Fonnie Willis fiasco. Uh, <laughs> that's like what this whole scenario feels like to me. But that, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm going to play a Wesley Willis fiasco song for you. But before that, I just want to ask you a question that's been bugging me. Okay. Did you ever, did you ever chew? Did you ever do dip? I never did. I had friends that did, but I never did it personally. When I was pulling all the sounds for the Toby Keith thing last week, Mm -hmm. he had a song talking about wintergreen skull. And I was just like, yeah, I always like wintergreen. And then it it occurred to me, like, wintergreen, it's like a gum flavor, right? Yeah. Remember on Don and Mike, it was peppermint, wintergreen. (laughs) And And traditional five flavors. Traditional five flavors, (laughs) yes. How come you don't see that in dip? There's only there's only winter. There aren't other gum flavors in dip. You like pineapple? Uh, sure. Dip? Well, there might Sounds be pineapple good. dip. That'd be pretty fucking good, actually. Pretty good. And it probably makes your cum taste good too, right? Now, okay, probably. No? You're not supposed to swallow it. I, well, uh, <laughs> either what? I don't know. I don't know the etiquette. Uh, what? Do you, you know what? I'm not going to be any better than that. Let's just start this. Let's I'll play, play this out. Start the damn show. All right. This is what the Wesley Willis fiasco sounds like. <laughs> Most famous song. McDonald's is a place to rock. Fuck yeah. It is a restaurant where they buy food to eat. It is a good place to listen to the music. People flock here to get down to the rock music. (laughs) Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Second verse, Alan. All right. McDonald's will make you fat. They serve Big Macs. They serve quarter pounders. They will put pounds on you. Oh. Y'all let me in this damn house. <laughs> Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. All right, you ready? I am ready. I'm not going to mute myself this time. Are you recording? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, well, you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head. This is a lot better than Wesley Willis. <laughs> no offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. To the Friday Headlines Roundup edition of Nerd Ticket, where every week my good friend Alan wrangles up the headlines from all the corners of the internet, brings them on a little list, and we talk them at you. Because I listen to 13 hours of podcasts a day, and Alan watches three hours of cable news, so you don't have to. And now, get ready to take a sledgehammer to the culture war echo chambers but not so fast dustin i think we have a traditional sound we play on fridays so another friday is upon us what'll you be doing smithies something gay no doubt what what you know light-hearted fancy free mothers lock up your daughters smithers is on the town <laughs> <laughs> exactly sir yeah all right thank you welcome to the show everybody don't forget help the people that help us head over to slickitsdigital.com for all your seo and marketing needs buy a cool sweater like this 
over at Fungible None Takens. And Alan, what else can they do? If they're really, I, look, I know you listened to the last show. You told a friend. Uh, tell that same friend because sometimes. You tell know, him again. Tell yeah, him yeah. again. Tell a friend. Also, go to trumpgags.com for our Patreon. You Is that limiting length. us? Like, should it be something other than Trump? Do you think people are like, I would join the Patreon, but, I, you know, I'd, oh, I. Oh, I, interesting. I hadn't considered I, that. I, I, A, like none taken and don't like people. That doesn't exist, right? Maybe we should get like an equally uh, Biden version of, uh, of a redress. Sounds like more money. Um, <laughs> we're going to need more Patreon subscribers for that, Alan. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Okay, if you join the Patreon at trumpgags.com and leave me a note, I will use your money to purchase uh, a redirect sleepy, site of your choice. Something, sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe.com. There's no way that's available. I'm going to do some searching. You, I'll let you talk. Okay. All right. Welcome to the show, everybody. Happy Friday. The weekend is here. Have a can of beer. Hope you all had a good Valentine's Day yesterday. Yesterday? Two days ago, as you hear this. Um, uh, and... I think I think you mean Ash Wednesday Center. Ash Wednesday, of course. That too. It's interesting that those two days were the same day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always find out when I see people walking around with a little smudge. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. Same. You see them at the store or something. You're like, oh, it is Wednesday. Sorry, I grew up Protestant. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand these things. They test the uh, the like incoming bomb raid siren in Berkeley on the like first Wednesday of every month. It's very strange. It's not but a tornado hear, siren, like, huh? No. So you guys have a <laughs> time, like a tsunami warning or something? I don't know. I, I think it's like an air raid siren. It sounds like an air raid siren. We we have we when, have those here for tornadoes, and it's the like okay. first Saturday of every month. And I'm always outside doing yard work when they do it. I'm like, dude, yeah. will you not? Like <laughs> every time I hear it, I'm like, should I panic or yeah. is it Wednesday? Oh, yeah, okay, it's yeah, it's okay. I was gonna have a Hispanic attack, okay. but all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, shall we get into some of these headlines? Please, sir. I will uh, right. let go of the wheel here. So, biggest story of the day definitely is the Fonnie Willis. Um, t- you know, trial, I guess, happening in Georgia. So the headline, a hearing over misconduct allegations against DA Fonnie Willis stemming from a relationship with the prosecutor in Trump's Georgia case kicked off this morning. So we had testimony from somebody who used to be a friend of hers, who she ended up taking over the lease of her condo for for a while. And they've had a falling out. Um, Her friend testified that her and Mr. Wade had had a relationship back as far as 2019. Um, now she, uh, Mr. Wade went on the stand, um, and can said, I, no, can I ask was... you, can I ask you a question first? Sure. My understanding of the process was they were going to have sort of like a first phase of the court hearing that was going to determine whether she was going to end up on the stand. Is that right? And they, because obviously she did, cause I've seen the clips. Well, there was, this was the first phase of that sort of hearing that the judge was then going to consider. Um, and then perhaps there could be additional testimony or additional, you know, legally stuff happening um, to determine whether or not she should be removed from the case. Um, there was it was unclear whether or not she was going to take the stand. In fact, when she did take the stand, um, there had been some back and forth between the lawyers and the judge as far as does she do we even need her to take the stand? How did she know to show up at this point? Because she just showed up after Wade finished testifying and was like, yep, I want to go on. Um, it was oh, wow. very it was clear. like an open mic. It's like, hey, you got right. a spot? Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. Uh, it was very clear that she wanted to take the stand. Um, anyways, so why, is, why did my audio sound weird all of a sudden? Um, 
So Wade got on the stand, said, no, we absolutely did not have a relationship until 2021, I want to say, 22 maybe. Um, it was well after I had already been hired to you know, work this case as a prosecutor. We've known each other. Uh, I practice law. I think he'd been even I'd been her teacher at some level oh, in some space. Sexy. Um, so they had known each other, um, but he said nothing happened until she know, was post- his work wife. Right. And then he also says that the relationship did start before the indictment, not post the indictment. OK. Um, so Does then she took the stand. Matter? Well, so there's I'll get to that. Okay. So she took the stand and she was feisty. I mean, I guess we expected her to be. Yeah. But uh, it was. Very... I have two clips. Tell me if you okay. want me to play either of them and when. Um, okay. Yeah. So I would say she was very feisty from the get go. Um, would you say that about a man, Alan? That's interesting. Um, a lot of people are, are asking the question, you know, what, what if roles were reversed and she was a male like Jack Smith, for instance, would this even happen? Um, what would that look like? Um, I don't know. I think there's probably something to that argument. Um, isn't that, why don't we, why don't we go ahead and play? Oh, here's the first one. They're short. Okay. Uh, why isn't it playing? Okay, I keep trying to open. Okay. Office objected to us getting um, Delta records for flights that you may have taken when no, Mr. Wade. Well, no, no, no. Look. I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. So my question <laughs> was... You have any problem? I object to getting any personal records of mine. We're not dealing with privilege through a witness. And I'm not, no, 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 I'm not dealing with privilege. What um, we had offered to put them in camera for the court to review. And I just want to know if she has any That's problem. That's something to do with a witness. Your office. That's kind of where that wraps up. Um, yeah. You don't get the impression that, well, so one, she comes across, like you're saying, feisty, agitated, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I also get the impression that, Oh boy, I would hate to have to be going up against her in trial on trial. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So a lot of what this came down to was financial stuff. Uh-huh. So essentially the allegations are, or what they're trying to prove here is to say that um, she accepted gifts from Mr. Wade, things like trips, dinners, hotels, things like that, um, that, she did not disclose on her financial forms. She did not disclose t- to the prosecutor's office that she had a relationship with him. Um, now she's saying, well, he wasn't an employee. He's a private contractor working for the office. So that's different. I didn't have to report that. And she also claims that, and he claimed as well. He was a businessman doing business. You know what I mean, Alan? They both claim that she gave him cash. Um, oh, so like, about cash. he would, he would buy, you know, the plane tickets and the hotel rooms to go and to she'd uh, pay him back in cash. Belize, Belize or whatever. And she'd give him $2,500. Because there was a clip where she's like, how much was it? A thousand. Okay. You get a G or, or something right. like that. And she said it like that. All of the people that I like keeping in touch with on, from my corners of the internet uh-huh. that are very quick to say very questionable things. Nothing like what Alan's on record here saying. I'm only going <laughs> to drag that up into it, but nothing, nothing like, uh, don't we have a new one of you? I think we have a new one of you. Oh yeah, in the turf. Whoa, oh, uh, the um, I lost myself in what I was accusing you of. Uh, oh yeah, all those guys were immediately like, she says, a, you, "Here's a thousand, you get a G." Wow, look at her, and she's the type of person, wink, wink, that has uh, money in the house in quotes. Like that's supposed to fucking mean something, right? Like, yeah, what does that mean at all? Well, I mean, I, cl- I I also can understand why 
even even if you are going with something racial with that, I could understand how a certain demographic like like blindfold the demo, right? Just put your hand mm-hmm. over the top and like I, I would be like, well, no matter what their skin color or ethnicity is, that seems to be someone who was raised in a household that felt like you can't trust the bank, you need to have something around, you know. Mm-hmm. It could be white farmers from the depression. Uh, I mean, that's my grandma. Like sure. also uh somebody over here always says whenever her mom kicks the bucket, they're like Nobody's going through shit. We need to go through all the pockets. We need to go through every hidden drawer. <laughs> like, just, you know, she's just socking away hundos every chance she gets. Yeah, I mean, that is a part of a certain part of culture for certain people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, it's you know, maybe lower class uh, families that kind of pulled their way up into the middle class yeah. and sort of still have that sort of remnant of yeah. memory. Um, it's just funny I to mean, see people say that money in the house as opposed to what's the white version Mo- money stuffed under the mattress right? right it's like oh that's oh you could say that you know same but, thing Let's go yes, to the of course yeah okay I, you do you remember where you were going with that you said there's a lot about her reimbursing him so essentially because the whole issue here is if she accepted gifts you know like trips dinners etc didn't um and she didn't pay her share and she didn't um you know, put them on this form, then that's a breach of ethics. And therefore she could potentially be removed from the case. Um, especially if they can draw the line to say her hiring of him and having him on this case as a prosecutor, she took, she took advantage of that financially because she got these trips and stuff that he was paying for with the money she was paying him, um, from the, you know, from Fulton County. Yeah. Um, now, I, I don't think they made that case at all. The problem was – so the the crux of the thing with the cash is that there's no receipts for that, right? So you can't uh, prove that you paid your half of the trip to – Okay, so, so wearing the uh, Republican side of this hat, I guess I would mm-hmm. feel – that's not not suspicious, right? That's kind of like up there with how Trump doesn't do email, so you don't have a paper trail. Sure, there's no paper trail. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just um... – it's convenient she paid him back with cash the other it thing sounds that, like he paid for everything the other thing that's weird is that this this trial is like 19 defendants right this rico case yeah so every one of them has their own lawyer some of them i guess share and this one lawyers. just thought of this well no there's like so one lawyer would go up and question her oh. and then they would get done the next lawyer would come that's what whole... i was gonna say i was gonna say does, does the other side have bad lawyers because it was the, a cavalcade that... of lawyers okay and then the, the judge was getting annoyed because he'd be like we already covered that ground. She's yeah. already answered this Oh, question. it's like a conference call when the questions section opens up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly like that. Um, so, yeah, the judge seemed fairly annoyed by the end of it. Fonny definitely was annoyed. Um, there's still additional witnesses, I guess, that are going to be called by the prosecutors or the defense, I guess, in this case. Um, so I think we have if, another date. If, so there's two ways it might go. I'm not going to play this other clip. Well, do, you know what? Okay. Let's play this clip just to see what it was like for... What, what some of the tactics were that the lawyers were taking. For the cruise and for Aruba. Yeah, I gave him his money before we ever went on that trip. You gave him cash before you ever went on the trip? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so when you got cash to pay him back on these trips, would you go to the ATM? No, lady. You would not go to the ATM. She's too smart for your bullshit, right? Like, <laughs> like I see where you're going with this. No. Okay. Also, so, did you hear her say no, lady? No, lady. I like yeah. that. <laughs> Me too. So, um, Fulton County pays you direct deposit, I assume? Yes, Fulton okay. County and the uh, state of Georgia both pay me direct deposits. Okay, so the cash that you would pay him, you wouldn't get it out of the bank? I have money in my house. You have money in your house, so it was just money that was there. When you meet my father, he's going to tell you as a woman, you should always have 
which I don't have, so let's don't tell him that. You should have at least six months in cash at your house at all times. Now, I don't know why this old black man feels like that, but he does. When we were growing up, my daddy had three safes in the house. So my father's bought me a lockbox, and I always keep cash in the house. For the cruise and for... Okay, stop it, sorry. So that's what I was talking about. There was a lot of questions about that. But it was weird um, how she was like going down the tact of like, did you get it from ATM? Okay, it was right. from direct deposit. You know her dumb follow-up. If she thought that she wouldn't, she'd be foolish enough to get caught in whatever setup it was, which was essentially right. going to be like, did so So you are saying that your money from the state went to him like or something. Right. I don't know. Right. Well, she thought that, well, if you pulled it from the ATM, show us your bank record. Oh, show right. You pulled yeah. that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, although as, if she went to a teller and took the money out. I imagine the same thing. However, she also had a private practice at the same time. So it's possible that she was paid and not direct deposit sometimes. And maybe mm. she just cashed those checks and sure. used that money. Uh, you know, hard to say, but um, so yeah, it went round and round and round. Um, at one point, uh, the judge called for like a five minute recess cause it was getting real heated. Oh. And then they came back and the judge was like, okay, just don't talk over each other. Ask a question that makes sense that we haven't already asked and then she will answer. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, dude. Wow. It was like the kindergarten teacher trying yeah. to get the class in, you know, yeah. in order. Yeah. Uh, things did calm a little bit after that, but it was still pretty heated. The whole it thing. seemed to be, do you have a favorite um, courtroom drama movie? Oh, I like that one about uh, big tobacco with Cusack. I can't remember. What it's uh, called. Inside man. Yeah. 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 Um, I love that one. Yeah. My, uh, my favorite's liar, liar. Liar, liar. I'm Jose Canseco. <laughs> Remember, whenever someone says a recess in court, it always reminds me of when he gets the idea of kicking his own ass. And he's like, right. Your Honor, may I please request a short bathroom break? And he's like, is it necessary? He's like, well, I have heard that if holding it can lead to impotency. And he's like, well, in that case, I think I might need one too. Oh, man. I haven't watched that movie in forever. Oh, I didn't have that problem. My littlest brother found that movie like 10 years after it came out and watched it mm -hmm. like on repeat. Nonstop. Yeah, it was great. That I mean, and Air Force One just on like... That's I know. odd combination. Special effects at the end of Air Force One are really bad and they looked bad at the time. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Liar Liar on repeat. It's That'd a great movie. Amazing. It's, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic movie. movie. Fletcher. Audrey. <laughs> um, okay, so I don't. I, I know there's higher stakes than what I'm going to compare it to, but this feels so similar to what tight end of the Chiefs is Taylor Swift fucking. Like, <laughs> like I at the end of the day, I don't think it's worth just dismissing offhand that there's the potential for an improper relationship. I do recognize that, but I. Well, I mean, as as in terms of it impacting this case or the facts in this case, I, I just don't see that there's any there there. Yeah. Um, and my interpretation of watching the way the judge reacted, I didn't watch all of it. I watched some. Um, but the way the judge reacted, I, I think he's not quite there yet either. Um, I think if they really want to, they got some work to do if they're going to pull her from this case. And the thing is, if they do pull her from this case, it's not just her. They pull her entire team, which has to be replaced, and people have to choose. Now, she, to... she can appoint someone from her team if she steps down. If she is removed from the case by the judge, my understanding is that her entire team is removed. But if that, she can that's... if she can Nixon it and get out of there first? Just voluntarily yeah, just say, yeah, I quit. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps. 
I think they would probably argue against that as well. Yeah. But um, I don't know. My, my sense, my sense is that this isn't that, that she's going to remain on the case. You do because I've that's seen right. legal experts saying that they think no matter what, whether she quits or they force her to resign. Now, is this based off of the body language of the judge? Is the it's a judge, right? There's no the judge. Okay, yeah, there's yeah. no jury at this point. Okay, um, yeah. So that's just based off the the way the judge was speaking to the lawyers and the sort of the case that they made i don't i don't think there's anything there okay obviously it's not great for her reputation and regardless of whether or not you know this was an ethical violation it wasn't a, an, an intelligent move no i was going to ask you that like i yeah. do, do you i feel frustrated with her like i yeah. i'm i'm really honestly disappointed because but, that's but, the thing with jack smith is like every fucking duck is in a row because you know who your opponent is you know the whole fucking time you're banging this guy that like they're you know you know that it's going to undermine you know who you're playing against yeah, yeah well so what other things are you keeping a secret right and i shouldn't I mean, be asking that of this level of persecute prosecution uh, the only thing i my only pushback there and i can't i haven't quite love is love my right? brain yet no, is that there? I think there is some male bias here. I wonder if we would be thinking the same way if if she was a male DA. Or, I think I if it's know. an employee, I, I yeah. I, but then know. again, is you know, is she an employee? I don't know. Like, so he's not directly employed. Like, he doesn't get a, a W two from Fulton County. Is it her responsibility that he has that job? Yes. All right. Do you think this guy's packing? This guy's got to be packing, right? <laughs> well, they already broke up, so they're not together anymore. They are? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so sad. Yeah, they yeah. broke up uh, before the trial started. Uh, oh, wow. Um, and he's still working with her, huh? Yep, he's still working oh, with her. Wow. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, you know, do you think Alan would say this if he saw it? That's a good-looking cock. Or maybe he'd say this <laughs> instead. That is a beautiful cock. Yeah. So, <laughs> listeners, I've had this whole thing where I've been reviewing guns for the last two weeks just so that Alan can say things to end up I don't really care about reviewing your guns. I was talking about chickens. I don't know what you mean. No, those were about guns. That was the guy. Oh, right. right, Yeah, this one was about chickens. Chinks in the armor. That's chickens. Sorry. Oh, this is about chickens. Yeah. (laughs) That's geese. No, it's geese. That's not a chicken. I mean, it's still a bird, but not quite. It's a fowl. All right. All right. I'm done with this. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Oh, my turn. Uh, Shooting at the... Thanks, Alan. Thanks for this one. A shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade resulted... Ball? Yeah, I did say that. Uh, I don't want to get sued. Do you you think anybody ever really has gotten sued for saying Super Bowl instead of the big game? Or that's like one of the weirdest like viral marketing ploys to say that we'll sue the fuck out of you if you don't come up with a creative alternative name. (laughs) Um, a, A shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade resulted in one death and 21 injured, including children. Three suspects are in custody while the motive at the time of this headline was unknown. Um, since then, the preliminary investigation is determined that it was something gang related and personal disputes. There was some beef. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is weird that, that they killed, killed a, a DJ. I was going to say that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, it's, I'll say they it in response to you. Yeah. 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 Um, so I don't know if you saw the video. I think I've seen some of the videos. Post yeah, I posted okay. one where the crowd tackled one of the shooters. It right, was wild right. watching that video because, like, the, I I had to keep watching it to see where I lost track of him in the crowd, and just the yeah. the, the realization that yeah, it's really weird how someone can like run through a crowd and somehow blend in if everyone's running away from something, you know? Right. It's very difficult to yeah. follow that person. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> there were initially there were concerns like, was this a terrorist attack? Was you know what was this? Was it supposed to be bigger than it? it ended up being no it's just um, america just america just some people having some beef uh in a crowd um and so that's what happened 
I don't know. There's not. I don't have a lot else to say about no, this. Story it is weird that that DJ got shot. It is weird. Yeah, and that is weird. And it's terrible that a bunch of kids got shot. Like it's just right. I, I mean, it it makes me angry at gang violence. It makes me upset with gun violence too. It makes me angry at gang violence more directedly because, again, the same thing with other gun violence. Like, there's things that lead to it. There is something different going on in America than there is in Australia. Everybody that says Australia banned guns, like they they only bought back thirty percent of those guns. Like, there's mm-hmm. plenty of guns out available for people to do bad things with in Australia. And people just don't. You know, there's yeah. like there. You know, we don't have time to talk about it on our headline show, but I mean, that to me is, and I'm, I'm not using that as a cop out, but uh, it is convenient for me. Um, <laughs> but that, that, and so, so, you know, be it mental illness, be it, you know, perceived gripes and agitations from our culture wars, uh, and to, in this case, you know, gang violence, you know, and, um, well, I think there's something to be said for the normalization of yeah. this type of violence. Yeah. Um, that's happened in our culture, I, I think maybe differently than, than other places right. where this is just something we are accustomed to seeing. It almost doesn't even move the needle anymore. And no, you have Trump to in Iowa was like, we have to get over it. Right. And so you have to imagine that that also has an impact on people who might lean that in the direction of doing something like that, where they're like, well, you if, know. it's right. If it normalizes our reaction to it, it also normalizes people resorting to it. Right. The action of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a great insight actually. Yeah. I don't really have much to add there. All right, moving on. Okay. Uh, House Intelligence Chair Mike Turner posted a cryptic request for President Biden to... Dude, de-class- how is Russian space nukes not the number one fucking story, Alan? <laughs> it's the third story. I mean, you know. Uh, details of national... With this se- gun violence bullshit. Okay, I'm done. I'm security threat. No, talk Other about officials- it. Say it over again. I'm sorry. Say it over again. Okay. Uh, President... Uh, Cryptic request for President Biden to declassify details of a national security threat. Other officials said the threat, which appears to be developing Russian anti-satellite capabilities, is not imminent. So they're talking about the, the Russians potentially putting a uh, a nuke into space. Well, they sent up orbit. a Soyuz rocket with <clears throat> an undisclosed payload. So mm-hmm. they either did or they started to. Developing. Or they're planning, or, or they're trying. To I mean, they could have, though, right? It's possible. That's not what they're saying right now. Mm-hmm. Of course, if if it, that did happen, would they tell us? I don't know. No, they um, but what they're saying either. is that this is something that they have picked up as a plan that, that Russia has, but that it's not imminent. It's not going to happen anytime soon. But it's still something to be concerned about. The U.S. is also deploying some some satellites. Countermeasures. We had a successful Falcon Nine launch with SpaceX right. that sent up. Now there is a there is a treaty from the sixties. I want to say like sixty yeah. seven. Yeah, yeah. This, so in the sixties, the U.S. did some uh, thinking over about what would happen if we exploded satellites in the uh, upper atmosphere or low Earth orbit, and oh, yeah. they yeah. came back and they were like. Whatever you do, don't ever fucking do that. No, that is the biggest no. Like, do it under the sea, create a Godzilla, we can deal with that. But do right. not do nukes in low Earth orbit. And so the Russians were like, so turns out the one thing the Americans are most terrified with nukes is doing it in space. So why don't we just hold the whole Earth hostage and put some nukes up there? How else am I? Am I reading that wrong? Am I being an extremist? No, you're not. So, so the Russians were signatories to that treaty. Yeah, um, yeah. However, oh, they've walked from a number of. Well, you don't of- understand. We violated NATO, so they deserve to do this. <laughs> God, and they, and he goes back to eight eighty nine and Olga, uh, right? Eight hundred eighty nine. The yeah. Slavs and yeah. the uh, 
yeah. The, the, yeah, go on with what you're saying. Um, so, so yeah, they, so they were signatories to that treaty. However, they've walked from a number of nuclear treaties in, in recent past. Um, so, you know, who's to say they wouldn't walk from this one as well? Um, certainly concerning, however, you know, DOD, et cetera, is saying nothing to see here. Move along. Yeah, DOD would say that, though. So at the time, you see uh, Jake Sullivan, the spokesman for the Pentagon, said, um, hey, 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 I have a meeting today now so yesterday when this broke uh or listeners two days ago when this broke the day before mm-hmm. you're hearing this thursday i could just use weeks so on wednesday jake sullivan's like hey i have a meeting with the gang of eight which i thought was aoc and like seven dudes but <laughs> i i'm learning i'm learning alan uh what is the gang of eight actually i i'll 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 be a, they're like house members that are in charge of committees okay all right yeah, yeah. so um they were like we're in the process the pentagon's like yeah this guy knows about this because he's on the Senate Intel Committee. Mm-hmm. Um, he shouldn't have gone so – he shouldn't have created a panic with this because this made a huge panic yesterday. Yes. Like, I, I was like, Natasha's got a show tonight. I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, oh, oh fuck. <laughs> um, I mean, dude, at the end of the day, Russia holds nukes up in space. They're holding the Earth hostage. Yes. This is some uh... – it's 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 this a is some James Bond yeah, shit. Like, yeah, this is, he's yeah. a literal yeah. Bond villain, and 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 uh, yeah. Tucker, meanwhile, is like, look, I went Tucker. to a grocery store in Russia and I got all this food for a hundred bucks. It's like you've <laughs> never heard of price controls before. Like, like we don't want that. They're like, he's like, but they're under sanctions and at war. It's like, yeah, got to make sure the people are happy until you can't anymore, right? Like, right, right. Yeah. And then, and then he was like, I went down to the He shared another video. He's like, this is a subway at, in, in Russia at a time of war. And he shows their like beautiful ornate subway system that they built as a communist nation with all of their best allocation of resources. You know, right, and right. it's like that didn't they didn't build starving. that last year, dipshit. Like and like all you're saying is that you're uncultured and you think your listeners are dumb. Right. Like pretty much. Yeah. All right. Pretty much. All right. Oh right. yeah. So meanwhile, um, Tucker's over there, like just like spread eagle for this guy. Like, <laughs> also he didn't ask what happened to Garasimov. He did not. That guy's been on vacation for ask. fifty days. Nobody's seen because yeah. it was it Shoigu Garasimov. <laughs> I'm gonna find that. Well, we know what happened to the guy that said that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe he's just chilling in Crimea. You know, mm-hmm. it's a nice place. I hear. I hear it's a, a wonderful vacation destination. Right. All right, I think you're up next. Oh, I thought is that it? We're done. I'm done with that. Unless you want more, I'm terrified of that. Okay, you're just I fine mean, with it. Like you're like that's okay. They have nukes there. We have nukes there. It's fine. I don't see it. I mean, obviously, it would be an escalation, but I don't see it as all that different from the situation we were in before this. If if they have a nuke in space, like. We are, they already have nuclear I, let me Let me make us. an argument for you. So okay. the big fear about uh, mutually assured destruction is that both countries have enough warheads to you know wipe out civilization. Sure. But they don't have warheads aimed at like Argentina, Alan. They have it, we have warheads aimed at each other. Like it, it, it'll be a worse planet to live on, but it'll largely mean America and our allies and Russia and their allies are destroyed. That means the global south will probably move on. There will be humanity. Um, you know, they'll scavenge and rebuild whatever technology has been understood and will it will continue as a species. You do this shit in orbit, we never get off this planet because you can't there's too much of a debris cloud around the earth. Like this is or 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 otherwise in uninhabitable. Like this is so fucking reckless. It's so <clears throat> reckless. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I would just say that we know that that potential has already been there, regardless of whether you have a nuke in space. I mean, based on all the satellites that are in LEO. Oh, you're right. So now there's two ways it could happen. I, I mean, yeah. It. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Our, no, our risk doubled at best. I don't see it that way. I mean, I'm sure the risk is def- definitely uh, increased, but I don't Look, there's nothing it. you can do about it, so maintain that perspective. You're going to live much. a happier life, but, like, that's... This yeah, is I worse. mean, what am I going to do about it? The, you know, well, talk. there's one less hair on that sword of Damocles. So, like, it's just getting a little bit closer. Don't worry. It's just holding it up. I mean, there's just so many ways this whole experiment could go wrong. Um, that's just adding another variable to it. I, I just I feel like there's plenty of variables there already. I don't you know what I mean. Like, I, I, I feel like this is a huge escalation on those concerns. Okay. All right. You know, it's funny. I have an end of show game that actually plays off this theme, so I'll drop it. Um, Russia put NATO member Estonia's prime minister on a wanted list. Fuck. Uh, which she called a familiar scare tactic over the removal of Soviet era, era monuments. So she took down Soviet era monuments, which mm-hmm. they're not the Soviets anymore. No. Like to the extent that he was talking about Stalin as the bad guy he is when he was interviewed with Tucker. So right. like... So you're going to hold the president of a sovereign country on a wanted list because they took down your Confederate statues. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> they uh, they said that she had been put on the list because of her efforts to remove World War II monuments and that they were. It's her country. That she was uh, defiling the uh, the history and memory of how the many Russians ways does the country under Putin's leadership have to show you that they don't give a fuck about the rules we all agree on to be a civilized society. Like I just, you know, but maybe we need to hear hit hit. Like keep doing that. Maybe we need to hear Putin's story, you know, going God, back to eight eighty nine. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> Another issue. Uh, this uh, PM in Estonia has been quite vocal in her support for Ukraine. Oh, dear. So obviously Russia doesn't love that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think they're probably they're probably more upset about that than they are about the statues. Okay. But, uh, right. Anyways, yeah. that's, that's what's Well, happening. more from that region from you. Ukraine claimed to have sunk the Caesar Kunikov, Kaiser. a large... The Kaiser Kunikov, a large Russian amphibious ship off the coast of Crimea using naval drones. Russia has not confirmed. We've seen the Ukrainians use these type of drones in a number of attacks that have been pretty successful. Yeah. Um, Like when they blew up the Nord Stream? (laughs) No. Different. (laughs) Different. Like I'm thinking about the Moscow. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's a picture with five... Some guy on Twitter posted uh, this like wide angle shot of five Russian warships going through the Black Sea, and it mm-hmm. says Ukraine is stupid to think that they can act, they can um, you know ever defeat Russia's military. And then in the comment in the community notes section of Twitter, it said uh, it should be noted that of the five pic- boats in this picture, four of them have been sunk by Ukraine. <laughs> That's hilarious, I and that has that. nothing to do with like. They're um, anti-aircraft batteries in Crimea, and, you know, they're fixed-wing aircraft they lost. Like, it's not good. I mean, it, the, I think they're going to make it, but it's, it's a, that's quite the toll for something you didn't need to fucking do. I, yeah, I tend to agree with you for that. Um, anyway, so Russia has not confirmed it yet, but, uh, I mean, they did eventually confirm the Moscow, I believe. Yeah. So 
They probably will eventually, maybe the next week. Maybe. Or so. We'll see that happen. Yeah, we'll see. Um, maybe it was painful enough to admit the Moskva, and they said, never mind, we won't do that again, though. Just like we perhaps. won't tell you when we kill a general and hide him. <laughs> right? <laughs> just, yes. Just fade it yes. back to the future, and from all the pictures, everything's fine. You know, I've never heard Photoshop. of Trotsky either. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got Photoshop now. Those people had yeah. to airbrush shit. All right. <laughs> How did they alter those photos back then? Um, like, oh, actually, like drawing on the. Well, know. there were different techniques because I know that like a lot of the um, occult photos where the, they try to show like a ghost in a picture. Yeah, wouldn't that have to do there with like were, exposures though? Yeah, there were ways that they would expose the the photo. Oh, they still had the negative, like... and they could alter it. Right. They, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Yeah, you would take the original. You'd make a duplication of it, and then you would shift it over, and then read. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it was Photoshop uh, analog stuff. Analog, hell yeah, cut and analog paste, stuff. literally. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't be using the words cut and paste. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay, where are we at? I'm, I'm kind of lost. Uh, here. Dutch. Dutch. Uh, the Dutch. Dude, are we going to talk about, this is the Dutch. Dude, we have been negligent about the farmers' protests. Like, with all the manure in France and uh, all of that. Like, it, it hasn't shown up on our headline service and mm-hmm. I don't really have good sounds for it because it's all French and shit. But I, I, I saw Dutch, and it made me think of that too because I think they they were doing it earlier because um, it, it, it's been going on for a while. Anyways, we don't have to talk about Dutch farmers, okay. um, especially Dutch planters. Those sons of bitch. That's the whole problem with South Carolina. Just, they have nice tulips, though. They, yeah, <laughs> the tulip economies. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so a Dutch appeals court ordered the Netherlands to halt exports of F-35 fighter jet parts uh, that they were sending to Israel. So mm-hmm. a Dutch appeals court said the Netherlands has, to, Netherlands has to halt F-35 parts going to Israel, citing a risk of violations of international law. Fuck. The <laughs> government said it will appeal the decision to the Supreme Court. So they said Israel does not take sufficient account of the consequences for the civilian population when conduct- conducting its attacks. Um, and then these parts are actually owned by the U.S. government. They're stored in yeah, a warehouse no in, Doesn't Lockheed in the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, yep, yeah, we're not going to send you guys parts anymore. So Wait, you. say that again? I don't know that- so they're owned by the U.S. government but stored in the Netherlands? Yes. So this is – they're just being a shipping company and we're Essentially, not going to they're be- logistics. Oh, I like this. And they're like, no, we're not going to do it anymore. Oh, I uh, thought this was their own internal thing. So this is a way of stopping no. the U.S. F-35 parts – not right, ones we kidding. sold to the Dutch. Ah, oh, the Dutch. No. Oh, I like this. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that the F-35s have been used a lot in oh, the war in Gaza. Yeah, that's, just, uh, that's an But, point. I mean, it's not nothing. Yeah, I, sure. I think any sort of pushback against sure. Israel's atrocities. I, I am I firmly against needing to help them with this. Like, I don't think yes. they, you know, let's see what you can do when you're creative, Israel. You guys are supposed to be resourceful. Everybody always shares that story about how they don't have any water and they invented like drip irrigation and stuff like that like let's see what you can do with war like that buddy i don't think we need to be giving you guys all that money <laughs> absolutely yeah i agree yeah. all right should we move on plus to the next we can one? prove if the conspiracy is true or not right the... which conspiracy nothing nothing i was getting anti-semitic <laughs> okay. your right, turn right. nato chief i was like which one uh, nato chief jen stoltenberg um, issued a statement rebuking remarks made by former President Trump at a rally suggesting the U.S. Wow. would not protect NATO allies from Russia if they did not meet spending targets. So we talked about this meat already spending. on the show. Sorry. What did I say? No, yeah. just uh, meat spending targets. Oh, meat. Got it. Meatspend.com. 
<laughs> Meatspending.com, the <laughs> redirect for our Patreon. Um, no. So... <laughs> Let's see if Meatspend's available. I'll, you can keep talking. Um, so we, we've already discussed this, but essentially the comments were like, look, he's trying to say this is a protection racket. Oh, God. Meatspend's still up. <laughs> Why did Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, Close. Oh my goodness! What is I was, it? So, like, whenever I see if these domains are available, I type them in and see if they're for sale. I I right. forgot what I just meat spend myself. <laughs> what it? What was described the Do website? Do you not remember meat spin as a prank? Do you remember Goatsy as a prank? We talked about that. Meat spin. Tub girl. Blue blue waffle, all that stuff. Lemon party. Ah, yeah. uh, lemon party. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Lemon Party and Meat Spin, I think, came out at about the same time. Wow, man, they've okay. been keeping that domain open. It's probably a good moneymaker. Throw some ads up. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> man. That was, uh, I was not expecting that as part of my I'm day. glad you, that hit your retinas and not mine. Yeah. So. And you, yeah. didn't, you weren't presenting, so. <laughs> we won't get pulled, uh, so to speak. All right, what were you saying about meat spending limits? Do you, do you want okay. to start this headline over? <laughs> who, was, who was trying to meat spend? limits so trump has been saying that if nato members don't contribute their fair share to nato that if they're attacked we shouldn't protect them um in fact we should tell russia like fucking go at it like it's all yours yeah um but i mean that's because his fundamental understanding of what nato is is incorrect and people don't pay into nato like it's a country club like i said before um they're required to spend a certain amount of their gdp on defense yeah um and a lot of these countries that are in nato haven't been doing that um and so actually i will say this since trump started beating that drum you know when he was president a lot of these countries have stepped up yeah that's what i said on the show it was like this isn't a good point anymore and he does deserve credit for although uh, i did i have learned subsequently that Obama had complained about it too and helped yeah. negotiate like a, a a process where people would gradually begin to make their their spending uh, their requirements yeah. and then all Trump really did was tweet about it as that program went into place which is so Trump right like put your it's very Trump. put your name on the building like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the best it was yeah. the best ever right um yeah, I don't think I have a lot more um, to say. Whenever about. we say a rally, it reminds me of this scene from uh, American Tale. We must have a wowie. A wowie. <laughs> a wowie. You know, a wowie. All right, I'm good with that. Thanks. Do you remember watching that as a kid? Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea were what you it was like, about. Were you, like, devastated when you watched it? Like, how old uh, were no, you? No, it wasn't, like, Old Yeller or Bambi for me. Oh, man, it, like, yeah. ripped my heart out. I, remember I mean, it was, like, yeah, it was touching, but they were all Russian, yeah. so I didn't really care, you know. <laughs> Mouskowitz, like I'm supposed to trust a name like that. That sounds anti-Semitic. It was it was Russophobic. It's totally fine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't expect that to go there. Sorry. Um, Plus, are you nice, to... so you know who cares? <laughs> I saw a mouse dead in a sticky trap. Not dead in a sticky trap at work like a month ago, and I was like, he just kept twitching and he was like looking at me and squeaking. I was like, all I could find was a brick, but I was like, this oh, was God. terrible. It was horrible, but you know. I mean, those those sticky traps are supposed to be more humane, but I don't know if they well, are. Just, I mean, that was going to go on for another eight hours, you know? Yeah. yeah. God. Yeah. That's horrible. Okay. Um, speaking of which, the Israel and Rossmore, Israel launch strikes. In, what, what do you think people are going to mean? I meant by speaking of which. I was just using a figure of speech. I think. Israel launched strikes in Lebanon. 
I could read it if Alan wouldn't keep putting his fucking cursor in the middle of the headline I'm trying to read. <laughs> Israel launched strikes in Lebanon in response to rocket attacks by Hezbollah. Israel forced uh, forces raided the Nasir Hospital in Khan Yunis after ordering civilians sheltering there to evacuate. I swear to God, they've invaded the hospital a million times. Like, I always. Well, I think there's that. other. That's hospitals. the last hospital, though, right? Like, I think this is the last. Sad, one, I think yeah. that's sad. Um. Yeah, this whole action in the South is just fucking brutal, man. Like, and even, um, I mean, we always know Egypt, which I think we've all learned is on Israel's southern border. Um, <laughs> Egypt was like, yeah, this Rafa gate, we, it's one thing to close it, but watch us. And they put a fucking brick wall, like, right behind the, the, um, the crossing. So, like, it, Egypt is just like, no, we definitely don't want, uh, a one state solution. We need them to stay over there. Um, and it's, uh, it's just leading to just horrible suffering. Uh, cause Israel's not going to be done until they feel like they've killed everybody they needed to. And hopefully they don't kill a bunch of Gazans along the way. Right. And they're already doing that. I mean, yeah. Um, so there was, there was some claims by the Israelis that Hamas had hostages there. Um, they sent special forces in. They didn't find any evidence of that. Um, so it seems like either that was a false narrative no. or they moved them or they whatever. Yeah, they probably moved but them. But this continues to be just uh, just horrific. Uh, and it, as you said, I don't know when – Like how? Do, so they're defining winning this war as the elimination of Hamas. Lemonade, I don't see how that's – Eliminate Hamas. I don't see how that's physically possible. I just don't. I don't see how. How do you uh, kill an idea, Alan? How do you kill an idea? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so yeah, you make the Alan, idea this... um, gay, and then the kids won't do it anymore. No, it's not the. You 90s. turn the frogs gay. Turn that's the frogs how... gay. Yeah. Yeah, that would do it. That'll do it. Frog protection. Frog protection. Sorry, you said frog. Introduce microplastics into their water supply. That'll. There you go. For the jellyfish, eat the microplastics. Oh, yes. Yeah, the jellyfish the might be the answer. It's always the jellyfish. It's People always really seem to click with that jellyfish story, actually. That's, I mean, SpongeBob was right. It was yeah. always about the jellyfish. I'm unfamiliar. Is SpongeBob that, was it? Does he say it's always about the jellyfish? No, he he, he liked to catch jellyfish. Ah, well, then it, SpongeBob, in fact, was right. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I think it's your turn because I said that Israel won. Okay, econ. So we got a couple headlines here. S and P five hundred closed above five thousand for the first time on Friday. Over five thousand, following, following a fifth straight winning week. S and P five hundred is a a much larger. So as the five hundred refers to five hundred different stocks. How many is in so DOW much, Dow? Dow's like thirty, thirty-two, okay. something like that. So a, a much broader reflection of the markets overall. Um, so yeah, I mean that's a if you're four hundred one k. If you have some S and P five hundred uh, derivatives in there, you're, you're good to go. Yeah, um, but it's and what less stocks representing a majority of the successful market, right? Well, so equities as a percentage of you know overall wealth in the country are are, are not a large most most people's uh, wealth are is in their homes. Um, so yeah. It's not what I was is that what you were, that what you no, were asking? I was no. saying like, yeah, it's S&P 500, so that doesn't change. It's always that number of 500. But the <clears throat> driving force in these record numbers is largely concentrated in fewer stocks rather than uh, a broad assortment of successful um, Oh, you're saying that there's a couple companies. of – there's some outliers that are sort of driving yeah, this number yeah, overall. Like NVIDIA uh, went parabolic. Like NVIDIA is like on a graph. It's literally a straight line. 
Yeah. And people are like, yeah. Nancy Pelosi's making money hand over fist on NVIDIA. What did she know? I don't know. Uh, I think we like you could have joined anywhere on that straight up line and been doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. AI was going to always be yeah. consuming those things like crazy. I mean, I'm not defending um, Nancy. I'm just saying. Right. Right. That's funny. I just re- reminded me of uh, something that happened in the Fonnie Willis case. <laughs> One of the lawyers asked her if she'd always had a cash hoard. And he didn't pronounce the D very clearly. Oh, you got a cash so, And She's like, um, excuse me? What oh, really? Say? Yeah. And he's Wait, like, did she think that he was implying that her boyfriend yeah. is, a, is a CH? Yeah. So he's like, no, horde, horde with the, he expelled it. It was wow. pretty funny. Horde's yeah. a funny word too, because it either means like an attacking mob or like stuffing something, depending on how you spell it, right? Nope. right. I'm just explaining homonyms, aren't I? <laughs> homophones. 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 Homophones, yes. yeah. Yes, yes. They sound the same. Yeah, not hobophobes. That's different. Um, I'll go ahead and do the sex one, too. Sex uh, C- CPI index rose 3.1% in January from a year ago, above expectations of 2.9%, but down from 34 in December. On a monthly basis, Slower. the inflation rose by, uh, inflation rose by 0.3%. So, um, again, we continue to see these hey, indicators. I got a good raise. It was better than that inflation number. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, we continue to see these numbers come in and tend to be better than expected, um, tend to indicate a, a strong economy. However, then, you know, we'll get another number a week later that seems to indicate the opposite. Um, so I think... I don't know. How, Fed, when was the last time that happened? We had... So the whole the jobs thing was a good thing, but also concerning because it could have uh, upward pressure on wages. So, I mean, I think the Fed is still going to tread very carefully. Well, wait, here wages should as... have an upward pressure. If, if inflation is but, stabilizing, wages should respond over a longer time period to catch back up. But that can be a cycle, though. So as, Yeah, as, as long as it's not a cycle. It's, right. I mean, look, look, right. look. If all you see is the inflation and you don't see wages catch back up, that's right. a bigger problem to me than that is another round of inflation Agreed. wages. Agreed. Okay. So I think that the Fed is still going to be very cautious here. Um, I think they're probably gonna all you have to do is name. stop printing fucking money, and then you don't have to worry about the inflation part again. Like you're doing the God. I think they're going to re- leave rates the same in the next meeting. I think the bond market is sort of uh, telegraphing that they believe that as well. So, um, so, so was the we'll next see. meeting the one where people were expecting a drop? No, we covered this. So the next meeting will it's be flat. the same. And then if yeah. we get good news over the rest of that time period, then the May meeting will be maybe like a quarter point reduction. Could be. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got some other news here. I gave you a lot. I, you can pick and choose. You don't got to do all those. So this one, yeah, the first one. This was just a statement from the CBO. Do you know what this I, is Yeah, about? I thought that was interesting. So those those reports don't come out all the time. Right. Did you get so a chance to look over? I thought there were interesting facts in there. I'll they'll, they'll come to me as you start talking about it if you want to talk about it. This is from the Congressional Budget Office. It's their director's statement on the budget and economic outlook. It's like a fact which, sheet, right? Yeah, for the next decade, essentially. So the expectations um, of immigration over the next decade and its impact on the economy? Yeah, um, as well as the deficits likely rise. It's impact on the, on the budget because it is the budget office. Right. Okay. So they think deficit's going to go from $1.6 to $2.6 in, in the next decade. Can you stop there? Um, yeah, I can. How long? We should not be used to that being a trillion number. That's so wait, hold on. I need to take a breath. Okay. So... There was You're a ask scary... how long it took to, for us to get to a trillion. To start well, yeah, there was a scary time for us where it was like getting yeah. to a trillion. Yeah, it was like, and and then we passed that, and then it was like eight trillion, and that was like, fuck, man, we're at eight trillion. 
And then like we blinked and it's 27 trillion or something like that. So we're at the point now where yearly, so there's a difference between our total, is it debt? What what's the what's the word that they use to describe the total debt? Is it just debt? And I'm blanking because I want to I want to contrast that to what we're talking about, which is deficit, which is the budget deficit, which is the same as we all go through. We spent too much this month or this year. We need to buckle down for this next year. Right. Like they. So yearly, we are now hitting one point three or one point six. So it says the prediction is that it's going to grow from one point six trillion to two year. To two point no. six trillion? No, one point six to two point six in a decade. So by twenty thirty four, they expect it to go from one point six to two point six. Yeah, in a decade it'll jump from one point six, which it is now. Or they're yes. saying, okay, dude. You said twenty seven trillion. Where no, that's our total debt. That's our oh, that's this, our that, I'm This I'm, is the interest payment. I'm sorry, what is that what you're saying? No. Okay, we're, we're coming across very confused for the listeners. What I'm comparing yeah, yeah. it to is the other number people think about a lot, which is our total amount owed, our total debt. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. I so you mean. In, yes, in, yes. so it took us forever to get to the point right. where we owed a trillion dollars. And now we're doing that yearly. Right. And so deficit, we're talking about the difference between the debt and the GDP. In one year. Right. So just because we're at the point where we're basically encroaching on 30 trillion total owed, we're like, mm-hmm. what's a trillion? We'll do that another one this year. Isn't the total world economy like ninety trillion? Uh, if we keep doing this shit, we're gonna have the hilarious moment where we're gonna be like, "All right, so we do owe ninety trillion. Um, you know, the world economy is also it happens to be about eighty trillion, like a hundred trillion is hundred trillion. Okay, yeah. And also, what's our debt? What's our total debt? Like twenty seven trillion? Yeah, I believe so. So we owe a third of the world's economy. 34 trillion. There's only we can't be at 34 now. What <laughs> says? How does yeah. this not give you anxiety? Every time I blink it's another huge number. It can't be 34. 34 trillion gross It was just 27. Equals debt held by the public plus debt held by federal trust funds and other government accounts. Um You know what's 30- you know what's maddening is that it like I am not letting the current administration off the hook at all because they have not took their foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. But Trump put like eight trillion total. I oh, think. Oh yeah, a shit ton. Yeah, yeah. Like a huge mm-hmm. chunk of that thirty-four is from one person, and then Joe being like, "Well, if they're fine with that, I guess." Because what uh, I think Jerome Powell told Trump, no one or some some financial person, someone in the Fed, I believe, or maybe it was a treasurer, said. No, it's Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell told Trump, no one's ever outspent them. Uh, no one's ever. Sp- Basically, if you're running for reelection, don't worry about spending too much money on the economy. That's never ah, okay. kept someone from winning before. So that's what yeah. Biden's doing. He's like, yeah, we'll just keep spending. You know, they don't care. Plus, we'll make them fight about it in Congress when they go to pay the bill. Dude, that's insane. Um, was there more in that? I, I thought there was something about immigration. Like. Um, I the the one thing that I saw when I scanned through that was that uh, immigrants are a net revenue, uh, and you know it's kind of a thing we bang a drum on here, and people are like, yeah, but these uh, immigrants are breaking into houses in Chicago. It's like it's really specific that they know it's Venezuelan gangs and uh, <laughs> they haven't caught them and they know they're illegals. Like that's a weird 
like bit of detective work there. It certainly sounds to play into your biases. The labor force in 2033 is larger by 5.2 million people, mostly because of higher net immigration. Hmm. As a result of those changes in the labor force, we estimate that from 2023 to 2034, GDP will be greater by about $7 trillion. Oh, so we'll be doing better by $7 trillion because of the... Because of immigration. Wow. Oh, yeah. Right. And revenues, revenues overall will be greater by about $1 trillion than they would have been otherwise. So well, that seems yeah, significant. Pretty, pretty significant. Busting out a trillion every year. All right. Yep. Uh, maybe don't do all of these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this next one, just real quick, they passed... Um, the uh, same-sex marriage in Greece, so that's cool. ancestors are proud. Yeah, <laughs> so they could. Wait, wait, um, wait what's it? Uh, uh, the 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 Greeks invented the threesome, and uh, the the Romans, the Romans perfected the... it. Yeah, <laughs> by involving women. Um, yeah, so that's cool. I mean, that's progress. Um, so they can, they've now cleared the way for, um, same sex couples to adopt children, etc. Um, they've had like a same sex, par- same sex partnership like thing before, yeah. but now they're actually allowing them to. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. So yeah it's, it's, it seems progress. a little behind. Progress. For, you know, the yeah. Um, we'll take it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Putin says he prefers Biden over Trump. Putin says and, he'd pick Biden. Yeah. Well played. Very well played. Yeah. The, uh, the, uh, one of it was at a press conference or something, and, and one of the persons there asked him, you know, what's better for us, Trump or, or Biden? And he said Biden because he's predictable. Um, so I don't and know. He, that's just him. Did you watch that whole thing where he was like, you know, people criticize him for like stepping out of a helicopter and hitting his head? He's like, who hasn't bumped their head? And it was like, I I didn't know about the helicopter thing. You're bringing up a new thing while you're saying it's not a big deal. He's so good. He's such a great propagandist. He's just throwing wrenches into the yeah. gears as much as he can. That's oh, my good. God. I just remembered he's throwing nukes in space. Fuck. <laughs> oh. All right. A couple more quick hits here. So Trump's first criminal trial set for March in New York on hush money charges. I like that that's um, just a throwaway at the end of the fucking show. Yeah. So this is about the Stormy first Daniels time a president's stuff. ever faced criminal trial. Yeah, they set so they're going to do jury selection. I believe is in March, um, and so then March they would expect 25th. the trial. Yeah, they expect the trial to be going um, in April and May, essentially. Okay, um, it's going to be, be May. And so his his lawyers were arguing that this you know this is the middle of him campaigning for president. Um, they wanted to push it, and the judge was like, "Nah." Um, <laughs> then they were like, "Well, what about these other cases that might be running concurrently?" And the judge was like, "Well, that's for them to yeah, decide. Well, the that's courts their will problem, not ours themselves." Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. It is funny that they this was the one that was filed first, but then people were like, "Because of the priorities, these other trials will go up first, anyways." And then right. those trials all got bumped back because of chicanery from the Trump legal team, and right. now this one's going first. All right, I got to hit this one last headline. This is very interesting. This is in the post. Uh, former FBI informant charged with lying about Biden business. So if we all remember uh, Form 1023 that we all learned about that the FBI uses when an informant tells them information that isn't um, relevant to the case that they're currently working. So you have an so informant they, that's talking to the mob or something, and right. they're bringing up something about the president, so to speak. Right, right. So, so speak. they're telling you something. You're not going to investigate it because it's not, not relevant to any casework that you're, you're doing, doing but you're, you're going to notate that that happened. All right. So apparently, apparently, uh, this guy had an axe to grind with Biden for some time. Wait, what? Who, the okay. informant? The informant, yeah. And he was always talking shit about Biden. No way. Um, yeah, and so now the uh, the prosecutor is charging him with lying about Biden in, in those, <laughs> those <laughs> interactions. 
<laughs> He's saying that all of it was BS, essentially. Wow. This is special counsel David Weiss. This is the guy who This was, was the guy that was tasked with finding dirt on Biden. Yes. So yes. the guy that was hired by Republic by the way, if you look at it, um I think there might have been one instance of a Democrat having a Democrat investigator, but by and large, all of the investigators are Republicans. So Republicans get investigated by Republicans and Democrats get investigated by <laughs> Kenneth Starr and right. uh, that her guy who right, spells right. her wrong. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so, so this is David Weiss saying like, yeah, none of that was real. If you remember, this was the big that's, thing. That's that why covered. he didn't. Then that was they're like, it's a huge conspiracy because yeah. this guy was supposed to press charges and he was yeah. too much of a coward to press charges yeah. on this. Turns out that guy's like, no, that motherfucker was lying and had an axe to yep. grind. And since I'm an investigator and not some dipshit in the investigation committee yep. in the house who's supposed to do this type of work, but right. there, but they, and remember, oh, I'm on so many tangents. Let me finish the first one. So he's like, yeah, since since. I'm an actual investigator. I saw the full scope of that and realized that wasn't worth giving attention to. Flip that over to the house, and you have um, da- da- mm, that that Comer? the committee that. Well, it wasn't Comer. It was the it, well. Let's go with Comer because that was it. Okay. Well, it was Comer, and there was then that the, that one committee that was led that basically was like we have an informant. Oh yeah, we have an informant. Oh shit, turns out Russian spy. Oh God yes, the it. committee yeah. on oversight and accountability. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So like all of Which those Comer's. people are the ones running with the first half of that story, and he's like, right. look, you're just gonna embarrass yourself because in a matter of, like once I have the opportunity to focus on other things, I'm pressing charges on this motherfucker. <laughs> yes. For lying. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so that story, just the arc of that story is just uh, hilarious to me. I yeah. No, you know what? Important. And I bet you that won't get reported on. Yeah, I mean, it's in the Washington Post, but to, I'll be honest, I haven't really seen much of it on the news. I mean, um, it's behind a paywall on a Democrat sure. ma- uh, periodical. Democracy dies in the darkness, Dustin. Democracy dies in the darkness. I don't think we have to be so afraid of the dark. That's just a trope. <laughs> Shall we get into media? Yes, sir. What have you been watching? All right. I've, I know I watched more than this, but... Oh, oh I, I was struggling. I was like, I know I watched a movie, and all I... Like, really quick, I tried to go through my apps and see my recents, and I was like, what the fuck did I watch? I've got some good <laughs> yeah. stuff to recommend, but yeah. Okay. I watched Napoleon. Uh, How'd you starring, like it? I wanted to see the old hair lip, right? Starring Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, yes. Um, man, I, I really... I thought it was really good. I thought it Ridley was really, Scott? Really good. Well, there's only yeah, one Scott that's still alive, so it's got to yeah, be Ridley. Yeah, I believe it is Ridley, brother, yeah. yeah. The guy um, that did Alien made this? Yep, yep. Uh, so just it's long. Um, it's like 240, baby. Um, but, man, it covers – so it's a docu – it's like a – it's a historical drama fiction sort of thing. But he covers a lot of like real – I mean, I didn't fact check the whole thing. I'm sure there's – The whole thing life. that was in the trailer about like the cannonballs and stuff that were yeah. in the ice, that was real. Dude, that scene was it, was it was, good? Oh, How yeah. long was it? Like it wasn't really quick, right? No, cool. no, no. Oh, so that's okay, when cool. the, he ambushes the British essentially, yeah. and they're camped out on this frozen lake. Um, and he's coming at them from all sides, cannon fire coming in, cavalry. Like the whole, it's just it, it's very. I mean, obviously from Ridley Scott, what would you expect? He can do sure. these kind of battle scenes. Um, but yeah, that scene was very impressive. I mean, fucking brutal as fuck i mean there's guys just falling through the ice on their horses and shit like that and they can't get out um but yeah just the whole story arc i mean the ending you know if you are already know history oh is this why you mentioned elba and saint helena in the last episode yeah yeah yeah. wait so was i right is the other one saint helena yes you're isn't there a saint helena in the bay area 
There is, yeah, above Napa. Yeah. Um, I used to yeah. rock climb up there. I thought so. Oh, beautiful country up yeah. there. It's a great beautiful, view from beautiful. that. There's like there's a single pitch with a top rope you can set up. And oh my God, I used to take girls up there, Alan. It was a really good move. Nice. Yeah. yeah, there's communities up there in those hills that you can't really see. I did some, um, when I was doing like a home theater, like satellite, like installation, stuff like that, I did a, like an install up there once in this fucking mansion, dude. Up in the. Do you like, used you to, to install drive... refrigerators, color TVs? <laughs> no, oh. but like home theater stuff, uh-huh. like amps and uh, yeah, speakers. Did you have to move these refrigerators? <laughs> I did not. Okay. What about that guy with the earring and the makeup, and that guy with it's his own thing or the the bubble headed bleach blonde? I'll tell you the news at noon or something. What Are we it? doing the same song here? I was doing yeah, uh, money for nothing. Yeah, by Dire Straits. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sting. The bubble. In, Sting insisted on not having his name on the credit, be, probably because of the third verse. What's the third verse? I don't remember. I was just hinting at it. That little... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I got a sound effect. Get your money for nothing. No, 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 stop it. That little... Fagatoga. With the earring and oh, the makeup. yes. Yeah, that's his own. That There's little... That. Fagatoga. Uh, There's that. There's that. Yeah. Anyways, back to the movie. Uh, yeah, highly recommend, especially if you're into history. Um, but even if you're not, like, it's just a great story. Very well told. Um, he does a really good job of making everybody the the, her- the characters sort of come alive, and, and they really are human. I mean, Napoleon. I've read you know bios about him before. Yeah. This really, this made him come to life. On the did okay. Like, so really- I heard he had an axe to grind, though. I heard it was very much like he's a weak, sad, like, like. I mean, obviously, I think that's a part of the story. But it did. Was it? Did you feel like it was exaggerated to 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 land on that point? I mean, perhaps. I mean, a lot of it's about sort of his unrequited love for uh, Josephina, um, who marries him, but really isn't ever all that all in on the relationship um, and his inability to sort of deal with that, even as he is like the emperor of half the world. Yeah. Um, he just Europe. can't. Yeah, he just can't. Um, get that to work um so yeah that's definitely well, you got to have that kind of a conflict and sure, show sure. Like the person you need set. that in a drama um yeah, that yeah. book that i read about a year ago now the uh um hero of two worlds about um god damn it lafayette uh mm, the yeah. first literally like split in the middle the first half of the book is the american revolution then he goes back to france and that time mm. period is so fascinating because it's french revolution through napoleon um, right. and his interaction and, and everything that happens to him. I won't spoil, but I really recommend that book. Um, What's it called again? Because I'm almost it's called, done It's called this. The Hero of Two Worlds. Please Hero read Two it. Worlds. It's okay. a narr- it, it feels like you're reading a novel. Like It feels like, oh, okay. my God, and this is going to happen. I know he's going to get out of this, but how? Like It's so good. It's like, oh, I can't. Okay. It's, that'll, that'll be that next. was the best book I read last year. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right, how about you, man? What you been? Uh, um, I watched. Watching? So we finished the Americans. Um, so it was, I think, seven seasons long. Seventh season was a little bit short. Uh, going into the seventh season, it was nowhere near being wrapped up, but it was time to. Like, I'm glad they didn't push it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the span of eight episodes, they pulled together so much, and it wasn't like um, Game of Thrones where they fucked it up. Like they, they brought it together in such a great, I mean, you get down to the last three episodes and you're like, how are you going to land this? And they, <laughs> and they, and they nail it. And like, they pulled it off. It okay. was perfect. It's a, uh, it's a perfect nice. series. At times I felt like it was the best written show on TV. I do recognize that like in hindsight, I hadn't seen better call Saul yet. And I think that 
I mean, they're, they're, they're different. They're both crime stories, but one's dude, like you get to the point in the Americans where you're like this family of Russian spies living in DC in the eighties has done so many bad things. You Mm -hmm. want to see a redemption arc, but you know that they don't deserve it. So you're kind of like, how are you going to give us the payoff that we want while still giving like the, the reality of what they deserve and keeping good storytelling or, Mm. but they also keep it very factual to history too. Right. So it has to be something that you would at the end say, I could still imagine that happening because everything along the way has been, it's so good. I, I, I won't ruin anything. Uh, I recommend if you haven't seen the Americans yet, or if you only got, it was one of those shows that was on while like, it was before everything was really on streaming. So chances are you watched it on TV, which meant you had to DVR it and watch it at some point. And then, you know, maybe you moved and you didn't get your cable set up in time and you missed the start of a season. Well off. You're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, so like, that's exactly what happened to me. If you didn't finish the Americans, go back, watch the last three or four seasons. Um, it, it's so good. It, it's such a great series. Cool. All right. Uh, we started Generation V or yeah, I think it's Generation V, which is a spinoff of the, the boys series mm, on yes. Amazon. Uh, is this animated or no, it's, it's okay. live action. Just like the, okay, the okay, boys. Okay. Uh, I, I really recommend it so far. We're two. When you finish the first episode, you're like, I want to watch the second one. Um, and we had to stop ourselves from going into three. Uh, I, I do recommend it. It's good so far. Um, you know, if that changes, I guess I'll update my review. One thing I think is interesting about it is, so it's very much in theme with the other one with the boys. Okay. If you like the boys, you're, you're not going to be like, Oh, this is about like, Gen Z, I don't really care about these teenagers, early 20-somethings. Like, um, No, it, it still lands really well. One thing that's interesting is it a, a lot of their superpowers uh, are related to things that are like affecting teens and young adults. So like one of them becomes small. They're like an Ant-Man type thing. But to <laughs> okay. get there, they have to deal with their bulimia. Oh, or wow. there's another okay. one that can like control blood, but to deal with that, they have to deal with their cutting. So oh. I, I like the way they disguise it. And I'm a big dummy. I got halfway through the second episode. I was like, Oh, got it. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and uh, not to reach back too far. I watched a movie about a month ago that I meant to review called may December. It's with uh, Natalie Portman and mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman. They okay. are. And so Nicole Kidman is in a May December romance with a student that she fucked when she was a teacher. He went to she went to prison, got out, started dating him, and an author, Nicole Port Natalie Portman, is interviewing her and like spending time around her while she prepares for the role of playing her in a movie about that story. That's what the movie's about. Wow. It has it has like black swan type vibes. I don't remember if it's okay. the same writer, uh, but it's obviously Natalie Portman is in both. Mm-hmm. Um, so great. Uh, all of the acting's top notch. The, Oh fucking uh, the guy that they call him a wolf man, but he was a man that turns into a dog. Like it's not like, so there's Wolfman, right? Where it's like, you turn into a man. That's like a, like Ooh. standing up wolf. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then in the twilight movie, they turned the man into a dog. So I don't know what that is. But, He's like on all fours. Yeah. That guy that looks like an alpaca. I don't remember what team that was, but that guy is in that as like a guy who's about, you know, how long ago was Twilight a thing, right? So imagine if that guy at the time banged his teacher and then she got out of jail. He's the age to play that guy right now. 
he's the he's the boy that she that grew up that she's dating that Nicole Kidman's okay dating. got it, got um, it. it's re- it's really good all of the characters are so um you don't really feel like I mean I don't know what that feels like but the, I, I I have an idea now what that would all how awkward that whole thing would be um mm-hmm. because of how well they they portrayed it I really recommend May December I believe Where's it's, it at? I, I think it's on Amazon yeah it's okay. on Amazon wait I don't know. I know I didn't pay okay. for it. Okay. So it's free if you have Prime or it's on Netflix. That's what I know. One of those two. <laughs> okay. Did you listen to Joel and Tony on Hunk yet? I they, did not. No, no they I did their they Oscar there. review and it was really right. good. It made me want to watch Anatomy of a Fall. Have you seen that? It's one of the ones I, that's up for best picture and it has to do with like this woman in a French court and her husband either fell or got thrown off of a building. At, definitely have not seen that. No, uh, not seen uh, I want to see that. Yeah, I'll. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know why. If you'd see, listen to Hunk. Oh, speaking of which, we're gonna have a guest on the show. Uriah, uh, his Instagram account's called Uriah Jokes. He's got a, a, a one man show that's uh, available. That's coming out uh, called um, Three Colts. Three Colts into walk a, into a bar. A bar. He's Comes a man who. He's a man who lived through three Colts, grew up in them, uh, mm-hmm. and now does stand up and storytelling. We're going to have him on our show next week. I can't wait. And as long as she doesn't get the nerves and back out, now you're on the spot, baby. Uh, <laughs> Natasha would love to join us because her niche is true crime and cults. So Hell yeah, man. Yeah. That should be fun. Yeah. That should be a lot of fun. Do you want to play a game? Let's play a game. Did I make up this one or did you make this up? I didn't make that up. Oh, so I wrote down stripper name or president's yeah, first wife? That would be you. Yeah. I don't have any memory of doing that. I, I was waiting. <laughs> I was like, I, I have a game unless Alan wants to play a stripper name. All right. So, well, that sounds like a fun game at some point. Stripper it name does. or president's first wives. Um, <clears throat> okay. I have, a, I, have an, I have a window open on my browser. Okay. There's a uh, thing we can direct you to after the show uh, or after we play this game if you're interested. It's, uh, it's called a, Alan, your cursor. Jesus. It's called Celebrity Death Prediction Generator. Okay. So you put in a celebrity name, and it spits back a moderately detailed description and date that the celebrity is going to die. How, what date they're going to die and how they died. Okay. All right. So I have a couple of names that I would recommend playing. You can submit whatever, game, whatever name you want. Uh, but I think, what do you think we all want to hear first? Kim Kardashian, how she'll die. George W. Bush, how he'll die. Or uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, let's go with Bush. George W. Bush? Yeah. All right, let me so just... what's the game? Am I guessing like which one's going to die sooner, or I just have to pick the date? Yeah. Get close. Okay. I, I have a different agenda, so I forgot that I told you it's a game. <laughs> okay. So however you want to have fun with this, Alan. Okay. I didn't I'm think gonna that far say, ahead. I'm going to say W makes it to 2034. 2034? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me paste it in here. We're just going to pick years. We're not going to. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to guess how. Yeah. Paper. Oh. Clip, paper clip accident. <laughs> yeah. Paper clip maximizer AI okay. gone wrong. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that. So I just pasted it in. Uh-huh. 2027 dies in a nuclear holocaust. Oh, no. Yeah. That's only three years from now. Shit. Uh, that's, that is. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Those do you want to do Kim Kardashian or Tom Hanks or someone else? Uh, let's do Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Okay. I'd put Kim K. Uh, She's got to make it to like. Kardashian's sort of spelled how it sounds, right? 
Ash I A N. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, you know, you think I know how to spell that without thinking about it. I know it starts with a K. <laughs> All right. Oh, do you want to hear it? Or do you have do you have a prediction? Yeah, it's got to be like it's a while. She's like, got to be like twenty fifty. Yeah, it's got to be like yeah. I was gonna say like twenty fifty two. Yeah. You want to take a stab at how she dies? Oh, uh, burst implant. A yachting ex- accident. <laughs> yachting accident. Like <laughs> Natalie Wood? Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from uh, Christopher Walken. will be dead soon anyways. Oh, God. I hope we don't kill him. What if he dies oh, before no. our next show? Oh, no. Oh, Wait. God. When does she die? Oh, What's when does Kim Kardashian die? Yeah. 2027 yeah. nuclear holocaust. Wait. Is everybody going to be 2027? I don't know. I didn't invent this website. you want me to put Tom Hanks in there? Yes. Go ahead. Oh, I have a Copy. feeling it's going to be 2027 Control nuclear v. holocaust. I mean, nobody's going to, you know. Oh, so now your guess is 2027 and you're going to go out on a limb and say nuclear holocaust. Yeah. 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 It seems like there's a theme here. Uh, it would seem like that. Tom Hanks will, will not die. Actually. That's what's, uh, Oh, ever yeah, pulled a fast one on you. <laughs> no, dude. So like, I, I, yeah, I was pulled a slippery, uh, slippery D, you know, could we not call <laughs> me slippery D ever? Oh, can I request a nickname? Sure. My friends in high school used to always call me Ace, and I've never wanted anyone to call me that. But like uh-huh. you know, but Adam Carolla is the Ace Man. I can't be a podcast. He is Ace Man. Yeah, Ace. yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. Oh. So, uh. Why? Why did I get excited to start talking about nicknames? Oh, Slippery D. I pulled a Slippery D on you. Um. I just, you know, you don't get to pick your nicknames. Sometimes you just say it by accident, and we'll just see how that goes. Slippery D. Stop it, Alan. All right. Okay. Um. <laughs> Look, there's a reason there's been a relative peace since World War II. It, that, that, the fear of the A-bomb was put into that generation and their kids. And sure. then that generation and their kids had their own kids and kids of those kids. And we're at the point where we've just sort of grown up acclimated to it and having the fortunate uh, advantage of living through the most, like the 90s, like the especially most peaceful time period maybe in human history, right? Yeah. And we've just kind of forgotten how to not fall into the same cycles lit- that led to all the previous periods of war because we sort of let our guard down about nuclear holocaust. Sure. And these things have a momentum of getting carried away. And that's that's the lesson of those wars, right? And now we're like people were very careful to an extent because of growing up with that fear and respect of nuclear weapons. And I feel like Mm -hmm. we just kind of don't now, you know, just kind of over it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's suitcase nukes, there's space nukes and Alan doesn't even fucking care. You know, we forget the Damocles sword is there. It's become normalized. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So my point is, and since this is how we're, I guess, ending the show, uh, why would we stress out about fucking anything when you know there's a pretty good chance we're all going to die in 2027 or nuclear <laughs> Like, Like, do you think people interview... Like you, you interview people. Do you still ask where do you see yourself in five years? Of course not, right? It's like no, five years, five years. <laughs> Luckily, anywhere, anywhere in the live. Like that would be great. Dry land, dry land is not a myth. Dry land would be great <laughs> if we're it, like if we're lucky. Why would you be stressed about anything? Because if we're lucky, we're going to survive a, a climate catastrophe, right? Yeah, that's too. Like that's that's the good scenario going forward. And and you know, as long as we've got infrastructure, I'll. Join you twice a week, Alan, to ask you dumb questions that sometimes uh, make you feel existential dread. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you on No Ticker. Cheers. Cheers that buddy. was fun. That was fun. Drink from the kitty that cat mug. Do you want some? Here, drink from yes. the kitty cat mug. Do it. That's gross. That's gross. <laughs>
when a guy's banging you. Y'all let me in this damn house. Oh, how about that? Come in the name of peace. L-M-F-A-O. So what in the world is this? Is Kevin McCarthy a moron and if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady, cat turd. I will not suffer this harlot. <laughs> How great an anti-American Marxist. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. China is asshole. God bless the United States. <laughs> now this is podcasting.